Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 688. Should you ever work for free? Part two, by Vicki Cook and Amy Blacklock of womenwhomoney.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host, and I'm here with you every single day of the week, including weekends and holidays. And what we do is we narrate from some great blogs on entrepreneurship that we uh, find, we reach out to the authors, we get their permission, and uh, then we share their work with you every single day. So today is part two, actually, from yesterday's post. So if you haven't heard that one, I would recommend going back to episode 687 before you listen to this. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two as we optimize your life. Should You Ever Work for Free? Part two by Vicki Cook and Amy Blacklock of womenwhomoney.com. Two, you trust you'll get real and the right exposure. When you get a request for a free project, take time to determine the level and type of exposure you're likely to get. Putting your work in front of a big audience is one thing, but exposure to the right people matters more when it comes to finding paying customers. Are you a featured artist or will you be one of many in the creative profession at the event? Is the person requesting your work in any position of power to help you make connections or have they just been put in charge of finding free talent or soliciting spec work? Will you receive free advertising from agreeing to work Or will you be highlighted on a major label or large social media channel? The more that's in it for you, the better. But make sure the benefits you receive from the unpaid work align with goals to grow your business. And three, you'll benefit in other ways from the unpaid work. There's always the chance you can make a deal with someone who asks you to work for free. Consider ways that they may be able to compensate you if they don't have a budget to pay you. If you're a blogger producing a piece of unpaid content, Will they include you as a contributor on their website and link to your social handles and writing portfolio? As a freelance graphic designer, you may agree to free design work if your name and contact info are included in marketing materials or websites. Photographers may agree to a free photo shoot for a costume designer in exchange for some free costume props they can use in other photo shoots with paying clients. Artists may work with local businesses by providing free artwork in exchange for free display space to sell other pieces. When you're able to get a tangible benefit or something of real value to you or your business from the deal, it's a win-win for everyone involved. Just be sure you put everything in writing. This will help ensure valuable relationships aren't destroyed if someone questions what was agreed to on both sides. Questions to answer before agreeing to free gigs. Whether or not you should work for free is challenging to answer. When you're struggling through the thought process, consider your responses to the following questions. Understanding how they align with your business plans will help you make a decision. One, do you trust the person requesting to follow through with anything they've promised regarding this work? 
When you have a relationship with a person or know people who've been happy working with them, there's a better chance they'll follow through with whatever they're promising. But don't forget to obtain a signed written agreement. Two, what are you expecting in return for working without pay? When you're unsure of how you'll benefit from the potential exposure or experience, there's a good chance you'll regret taking it. Three, can you make the time investment needed for this unpaid work? And can you afford not to receive compensation? When you're already overloaded and need the money from paying customers to keep the lights on, pass on requests to work for free. Four, what else could you do for your business with the time you'll spend working for free? When there are other ways to grow your business, you may want to spend your time working for yourself on your projects. Five, has this person asked you to work for free before? If you've already performed for this person without receiving pay, how much business did it bring in? Did it help you build an email list? What do the hard numbers say? Don't get taken advantage of if there aren't monetary benefits down the road from providing your service. Six, is the person making the request of you making money from your free work? When the unpaid labor you're providing is making the other party money, they should be able to compensate you somehow. Seven, are other people working for free? Don't hesitate to ask if others are working without getting paid. And eight, do you think you'll regret turning the offer down or taking it after agreeing to it? When you're excited about the opportunity, you probably won't regret it, even if you don't walk away with more business. But if you already have doubts about taking on the free work, it's a good idea to turn it down. Ways to respond to requests for free work. The first time you receive a request to write, speak, design, or do some other work for free, you might be honored. It's thrilling when someone's interested in sharing your work with their audience or providing you with a platform. But as those requests become more frequent, you'll quickly recognize when, quote unquote, we don't have a budget to pay you, we'll be part of the deal. Here are some things you can say when someone asks you to work without pay. Hint, people pleasers might need to choose one and practice it often so you won't agree to something you don't want to do. One, thanks so much for the opportunity. Please send me the specific details of the event. I'll check my availability and get back to you when I have free time. This polite response gets you more information while buying you time before making any commitment. Two, I already have a lot of experience in this area and exposure doesn't often bring in new clients. If there's another way we can partner, I'd be open to exploring it. You'll be educating the person making the ask about your lack of interest in unpaid work. Without being rude, you also open the door to a different type of working relationship. Three, I'm willing to do X for you for free, but I won't commit to what you're asking unless you come up with a budget for the work. This shows your willingness to consider the request and even offer them something for free, but it still makes it clear you're running a business and expect payment for the rest of the work. Four, I don't work for free, but I can provide the names of some new freelancers who might have an interest in your offer. You're making a clear statement you have no interest in free work while still offering assistance. And five, do you work for free? This is an honest question you might respond with when someone asks you to work without pay, with all the professional attitude you can muster, of course. You can simply say, no thanks, but this question turns the tables on the requester and forces them to respond to, or at least consider, what they're requesting of you. Final thoughts on working without pay. Being a freelancer or entrepreneur is challenging. You work hard to get clients, keep them, and make money from your business. That's why it's crucial to understand how to deal with requests to work for free.
Unfortunately, some people take advantage of self-employed individuals by asking them for favors, or by promising more future business by taking on gigs for exposure with no immediate financial benefits. You may choose to work for experience only, or opt to build your writing or design portfolio by offering free labor. Just remember, increased exposure alone won't always provide a tangible return for creative professionals. Only you can ultimately decide what your time is worth. But we urge you not to give it away without some type of compensation. Unless, of course, you choose to volunteer it. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Should You Ever Work for Free? by Vicki Cook and Amy Blacklock of womenwhomoney.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks again to Vicki and Amy, who are the co-founders of Women Who Money. To check out more of their content, come visit womenwhomoney.com, where they have great articles like this one, of course, but also links to directories, recommendations, a glossary, and more. Again, you can find all of that at womenwhomoney.com. And if you didn't know already, we actually have a bunch of different podcasts narrating articles for you, just like the format you're listening to right now, but covering a wide range of topics from personal development and minimalism to personal finance, health, and relationships. So to hear more articles being read to you every single day to optimize your life, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this, and all of our shows should pop right up for you. Uh, You can also follow or subscribe right there in your podcast app. So Thank you all so much for checking out our shows and becoming subscribers. That is how we're able to keep this network going for you. So that's gonna do it for today. I thank you for being here as always, and I'll be right back here with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.